Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Fort Worth podcast. Today is April 6th. I'm your host, Josh Boyd, and I'm joined this afternoon by Pastor Stephen Lowry. Welcome, Pastor Stephen. It's good to be with you. I I hope uh, today we have some new listeners. Uh, We promoted our podcast on Sunday, on Easter Sunday. Hey, I, I think there's value in being a part of our our Tuesday experience. And if you're with us for the very first time, thank you. We don't take you for granted. We're glad that you've chosen to to listen. Yes. If this podcast was listener supported, we we would be our lives. <laughs> yeah, we would never even ask for donations, do we? <laughs> We've had how many podcasts and I'm not once asked for someone to make a contribution. Yeah, it's it's ad free. We, we this is this is just a conversation. We we invite you to be a part of our dialogue every Tuesday. Um, we sit down together and, uh, and really just kind of debrief about things and look forward to, to what's happening. But really, um, and we'll get into this more here in a minute. But our goal over the next few weeks, in fact, next few months as we're looking in the gospel of mark we really want to answer questions that what that people have so did we have any you mentioned this on sunday where people could submit questions to us yeah, to our email let me, yeah let me say on, on the front end of that uh, first of all we had a great day sunday we did uh it was easter sunday and it was thrilling uh, to see people uh, filling the space for the first time since covid yeah. and as you and i were visiting before today's uh, podcast uh, I mean, Josh has come to us post-COVID, so he's never really seen a normal yeah. Sunday attendance uh, pre-COVID in terms of actual numbers. Easter and was the highest. It's yeah, been the highest this past Sunday got us close to what we used to experience on a regular basis. And beyond that, I, I was blessed as I saw the numbers that were in our, our worship space to still see, uh, for example, in traditional the traditional service. We had 50 households uh, streaming with us on top of the people yeah. uh, that were with us with with us on campus. So uh, Sunday was a an uplifting day. It was a wonderful celebration of Christ. And in that, as you watched or as you attended, you know we began a new series uh, based on the Gospel of Mark. And yes, I did shamelessly plug the podcast <laughs> because I wanted. Uh, to create out of our new Sunday series the opportunity for people to to raise questions. Because sometimes when you are listening to a sermon or if you're reading a text and, and just something begins to stand out in a way that you're not always clear about, it's helpful to be able to, to, to raise that question. Sure. And so that was my invitation on Sunday, that as we go through the series or right now as we continue to read through Mark's gospel, if there's a question that comes to your mind... Uh, send it to us. We will devote a portion of every week's podcast uh, to uh, address whatever those questions might be. Uh, They don't always have to be deep questions or entirely serious questions, but just questions that you have. Now, if they have a question, give them the address again for us. Yeah, you want to email that to podcast at northfortworth.com. Dot com. Um, we'll have by the end of, you know, our podcasting days, I'm sure we'll have so many keys and tags that have that email in it because we say it every week. So We're trying often, to, to totally just embed it into your mind so that uh, almost in your sleep, you'll know yeah, I can send my questions to podcast at norfortworth.com. Yeah. And I, I did have one question that I thought was interesting and I, I I certainly don't want to embarrass the person who may have raised it. It was a, a very basic question. Uh, it simply worded, how tall was Mark? Now, we talked a lot about Mark on 
on Sunday as he was telling the story of Jesus. And to answer that question, he was five foot six. So you can put that to rest and have a little confidence that, yeah, that's about his size. And he said, well, how do I know that? Well, see, as I read the Gospel of Mark, I see a great deal eye to eye with Mark. I'm five foot six, so he must be five, five foot six. six, right? He has to be. I mean, I, I think the all of the, the, the great servants of God are about five foot six because <laughs> they're, they're forced to constantly look up. And that just builds faith within their heart. And, uh, and I, I don't know if he's five foot six or not, but uh, he, he was certainly a person that God used in a very far-reaching way as he shares the story of Jesus. Yeah, and we, it's been interesting because we're, right now, uh, we're correlating uh, at the beginning of this series, our readings each day are actually mm-hmm. in Mark right now. And so we've read through the first few chapters of Mark and uh, just to, to put it out there, you know, we mentioned this briefly before the podcast, but why do you think, you know, and this is just something that I, I have noticed through, you know, reading through Mark and I, we talked before that maybe this provides a new perspective for people reading through Mark alongside this series because we're looking at this through the lens or the scope maybe that um, Jesus is the son of God. Right. And as we're not just to to read it a part of our, our yearly reading plan, but with that perspective in mind, with that purpose in mind as we read, I think it may develop some new viewpoints points, some new conclusions we may come to, some new things that we find in the scripture that we that we haven't noticed before. Right. And I tried to, to help those that were with us on Sunday to, to see that on the front end, because Mark's opening statement, his declaration before he begins to talk to us at all about Jesus, is that this book is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then he states the Son of God. And as I insinuated, I, I think everything that he then writes after that point is intended to, to help the reader or the listener begin to see Jesus in that way, which it can, I think, significantly affect how we read it. Because yeah. if you're looking at it from the point of view that Mark's trying to demonstrate to us that this claim about Jesus is true, then suddenly the stories can uh, take on a different point of view. Yeah, that was exactly, you know, my finding too with, I, I had not noticed how often Mark draws a connection to how many people are following Jesus mm-hmm. after his miracles, you know, and we, we know the stories of, of Jesus's works, his miracles, his teachings, but Mark draws a real emphasis to how many people, the great multitude of crowds, those that were following him, those that were around, there are, um, it's almost uh, building a hype around what Jesus is doing. I think Mark would be a great hype man for, for Jesus. And um, some scholars refer to Mark as the action gospel, because if you look at this gospel in particular as compared to Matthew or Luke or John, um, Mark doesn't spend a lot of time at all uh, revealing some of the teaching sections that you find in Matthew or Luke or John. Instead, what Mark does Uh, is he just seems to move us from one event to the next, dramatizing the actions of Jesus, where he's trying to help us to observe by what he does who he is. And that that sets this gospel apart. He's just wanting you to recognize Jesus. Now, today we were in Mark 3 in our daily reading, and uh, I couldn't help but notice where uh, Jesus is... Uh, confronted by some unclean spirits. And here it is. Their response to Jesus is to confess his identity, that you are the son of God. And uh, uh, Jesus 
silences them. But the, uh, the lesson of that, I think, still lingers in my mind, that even the unclean spirits appreciate the truth of who Jesus is. Yeah. How much more should we, since we have a, a much bigger understanding of all that Jesus has done and uh, has promised to do on our behalf? And so as you read on, and tomorrow we'll be in Mark chapter 4, uh, again, I'm not asking you to even catch up. I'm just saying, just join us in the reading. And as you read chapter four tomorrow, read it from the point of view. Okay, how does this chapter reveal to me that Jesus is the son of God? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting as we read through this week before we move on in our readings to, to really see those correlations with, with the series. I'm excited for that one and thing I oh. would say just to kind of push us even toward this coming Sunday I gave a little bit of a bio about Mark this past week I'm going to tell a little bit more of his story this coming week and 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 I, I feel that's relevant because he's not just writing uh, kind of out of a vacuum he's writing out of his own life experiences he's sure. he's sharing a perspective that he has come to understand out of the varied experiences that was his uh, in my study of Mark's gospel? I was struck by some who would suggest that I said Mark doesn't identify himself in the gospel, and by name he doesn't. There are some, however, that suggest that Mark does actually mention himself in the gospel, and and the point that they allude to is if you remember when Jesus took the disciples into the Garden of Gethsemane. There's a, a curious reference uh, in that chapter uh, where uh, Jesus is arrested and all of the s- disciples scatter. And then it refers to a young man that apparently was there that uh, they tried to apprehend. They grabbed his robe and, in essence, he runs away naked. Hmm. Um, this is the only gospel that records that uh, account. And wow. there are some that think that that was perhaps even Mark. And they've even gone further than that. They think just possibly that the Lord's Supper or the Passover experience in the upper room may have been in Mark's home. And, and this is their rationale. They think Mark was, Mark was generally there. And when Jesus and the disciples left the upper room to go to the Garden of Gethsemane, that he trailed behind them. Hmm. Uh, and, and sure enough, as things began to kind of go uh, sideways and Jesus was arrested. Mark was panicking and, and in an, an attempt to escape, someone grabbed his robe. I mean, who else would re- have recorded that account? Yeah. Why would you include uh, that episode? And again, we can't prove that. We can't uh, demonstrate that to be a, a true in a definitive way, but it's a, nevertheless a fascinating thing yeah. that it's there. It's nowhere else. Right. And what if Mark actually was aware of Jesus even as a young teenager. Uh, of course, he was the cousin of Barnabas, eventually becomes a part of the mission team with Paul, and then becomes a close associate of Peter. I mean, you could see how all of that fits potentially in such a way that uh, Mark's describing an experience that really uh, is is the the benefit of of decades of having uh, as a younger teenager perhaps been aware and seen Jesus, but then more significantly being influenced by those earliest of disciples. Right. And as we, as we look at, you know, those kind of contextual features that maybe Mark offers 
personally, and then we talked about that a few minutes ago. What about um, more of a, um, like the audience, the contextual audience clues that we have here, or maybe the history behind, you know, what, um, who is Mark writing to? What are, where are we at timeline wise? Yeah, again, and there's a little range here. there. Uh, there are some that feel that he wrote just after Peter's death, which likely would have put it around 64, 65 AD. Others think maybe he even wrote prior to Peter's death, which sure. would have pushed it into the 55, 56, 57 AD. All of that to say, he's writing at a time when the church has begun to be severely persecuted, which to me only, I think, drives home the legitimacy of, of this gospel. He's not writing at a time where it's comfortable to be a Christian. Right. He's not writing at a time where people would be running toward the message of the gospel because uh, many of the early followers of Jesus, like Peter, like Paul, have, have been executed because of their faith. And yet it's at that very period of time that Mark begins to write out for our benefit the testimony of Jesus that points us to the truth that Jesus is the Son of God. And if you're in the middle of an intensifying persecution of all of the, the truths that would ground you in the midst of that environment, I think it is the, the conviction of heart that, that tells you, I'm trusting my life and my future to God himself, to the Son of God, which, again, I, I, I think just brings credibility to, the, to the, his gospel message as a whole. Yeah, and it really it kind of segues into what we'll talk about next, and we didn't plan this, but you see Mark's emphasis on the, the truth and the substantiation that Jesus is the Son of God and the dire importance of that message in, in the time that he's Absolutely. writing it. And, you know, this, this, is, this is not a... I'm following him at the moment and I'm speculating that this could be this. No, this is a, he's died and resurrected and we're being slaughtered because of it. And this, this is the truth. He is the son of God. And we're going to move kind of in the next few months in a direction um, within our church and with kind of our media and our production efforts to where we can enable people to tell their testimony of mm-hmm. that story of faith. This is Mark's story of faith as he encountered the actions of Jesus, the the Son of God in motion. And we're going to kind of enable, um, as a church, um, our, our people, our members, to really tell their story of Jesus is the Son of God. This is what he did in my life. You yeah. know? And um, you want to talk a little bit yeah, about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, and as you listen to us today, always know uh, as a ministry team and as a congregation, we're we're asking the Lord to help us uh, move forward in fresh ways. Uh, we're, we're wanting uh, to be uh, useful to the, to the Lord. And so we have, have come to the conclusion that it would be helpful to our congregation, even beyond our congregation, for people to begin to hear uh, the stories of faith. And we're going to do that in a video format. Gonna uh, we're going to begin to sh- show uh, the uh, excerpts of these videos on Sunday morning when we gather for worship maybe every other week or every third week and and even more uh those video uh, stories may be what about three minutes in length we're going to have a much longer yeah. uh opportunity for our members to talk about their their faith relationship with jesus and we're going to post that on our website yeah so that uh you'll just begin to hear the stories of faith and i don't know about you when i hear someone talk about how jesus has affected them, is affecting them, is making a difference in their life. It, it encourages me. It reminds me of how Jesus desires to be at work 
within my life too. And so uh, that's going to be a, an exciting new feature to what we do. Yeah. And uh, uh, we're hoping to see that happen in just a few weeks. Yeah, I think this is one of the most personal touches we've been able to add to our worship gatherings, to our, our fellowship as a church since I've been here and really since COVID probably has, has taken over. But um, like Pastor Stephen said, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll sit down with me really and uh, we'll kind of talk through an interview um, process and we'll, uh, we'll video you and, um, and th- throughout that process. And like, like Pastor Stephen said, it'll be about three minutes during our, so we'll edit that down and maybe uh, post um, a, um, a really impactful portion of that um, right. interview. The, the most, uh, the biggest highlight maybe, or we may edit and trim that down for, to where it will fit in a Sunday service. But um, like you said, we're, we're going to post those online on our website. And the, the catch with that, this is that you are getting brand new information with this. Yes. This hasn't been because announced. Because you're a podcast listener, <laughs> you're on the front you end. You first. You, you heard it here first. Um, but the, the catch with this is you cannot nominate yourself to be, you can't just say, I'd like to share my story. Right. Um, <laughs> and we're not gonna, we're gonna, well, not that we're going to be, I don't want to use the word selective, but we're going to be very careful about, you know, the process that we do this. In, but and you may have heard someone share maybe in your small group, a faith story, a story of their own journey with the Lord that really spoke to you and you. Uh, what we're wanting you to, to do is you can submit uh, their the name to us, again. and uh, then we're going to, over the coming months, we're going to begin to put these videos together. You'll see them on Sunday. They'll be on our website so that you can see them during the week. Uh, but help us with that. And so if you have someone that comes to your mind, uh, you can uh, submit their name to us again right. at podcast at norfortworth.com, the, the same one. place you can submit your questions. <laughs> Which uh, you should submit both. Submit yeah. a person, submit a question, submit a question about that person. We'll talk about them on the air. I'm just kidding. We won't but, do that. But uh, help us with that. I, uh, w- when we started talking about the, the video testimony idea, uh, what we're trying to do is to help us realize that, for example, as we study the Gospel of Mark, we're not just studying stories or information we're we're reading about jesus and how he impacts lives and then we're going to bring that into 2021 by allowing a a person to to share firsthand this is how jesus is affecting me and this is the difference that jesus has made and so it's going to i think help us appreciate just how relevant the gospel of mark is because it finds the power of Jesus into the present day. Yeah, and, and when we originally had talked about this, we really had brainstormed the idea of it being a, a one-on-one you know, experience with whoever was doing the production of the video and also the person that was being interviewed. But when we talked about this yesterday in our staff meeting, we brought up the point of this could be something that uh, you know a family, a married couple could sit in together and talk about how the Lord has shaped their faith journey together, how the mm-hmm. Lord has used them, their marriage, how um, a, a son has been um, affected by the influence of their father. You know, we, we want to have those kind of any kind of experience or relationship that you can think of that you know of in our church that um, that has those stories that need to be told. Um, that, that's that's what Mark is encouraging us to do here. And I think that that's what we that's the big takeaway, really, from the message of Jesus is that we can't stop now. No, and, he he changed lives. He's changing lives. And let's 
let's tell the story. Yeah. We're really excited about that. If you can't tell, we're very excited about the stories of faith and uh, you'll be hearing more information about that um, in your email inbox and then also on Sunday mornings. But really go ahead. You, you heard it here first. This is the first time it's been mentioned publicly outside of our staff meetings or in our offices. And so if you have someone that you'd like to uh, submit for that, for us to reach out to and get in contact with, you can submit that or you can nominate them. Uh, that's probably a good word for it at podcast at North Fort Worth dot com along with your questions for the mark series podcast at north and do help us with some questions we're we're looking forward to as we go through the gospel chapter by chapter really kind of going deep into what mark is presenting and and listen uh if you know someone that uh maybe they're not so sure about jesus yet they they're not necessarily hostile to him but they've not really taken seriously uh, what the Gospels might say about him. Uh, I can't think of a better way for you to begin to, to bring them into some future conversations on your part by inviting them to, to watch uh, our services on Sunday. Yeah. You can send them uh, just a, an invitation, send them the link to live.norfolkworth.com and they can watch a service and, and we're just going to be talking about Jesus. Yeah. And uh, it gives you a chance to, to maybe help them begin to consider the possibilities of who Jesus is. And if they have a question, they can direct their and, questions to our yeah. podcast. And that's really, and even, you know, you know, you want to talk about steps to get someone who is a little uneasy about church or a little uneasy about religion or Jesus or um, Christians in general. The Mark series is the way to get them plugged in. This is the way, an introduction to Jesus is the Son of God, you know. Um, but at the same time, we're going to be unpacking those questions at the podcast. So even if you have someone in mind um, in, in your in your family, in the relationships you share, in your circles that may not even be ready for a Sunday service or streaming yet, the podcast is a great way to start. There's no pressure with anything that we ever talk about. And we're not going to tell people what to believe. What sure. we're wanting is to have people consider what the Bible is describing and pray that as, as they hear that, as they think about that, that God himself will begin to open the, their eyes of faith to the truth that Jesus absolutely is the Son of God. And, and so it's, a, it's, it's no pressure. It's not going to be heavy-handed. Uh, we just want to talk about Jesus, yeah. and uh, that's always a good thing. It's our goal every Tuesday with no matter who's sitting in the, the interviewed chair. But, um, church, we're praying for you this week. We're excited for all the, the big things we have coming up, and we're really excited for Stories of Faith. I'm so pumped about that. That's been one of my favorite things to, to bring um, to the table since uh, we've been here. Um, but we're excited about all the things that are happening. We're, we're coming off of a really large on-ramp from Easter and uh, with a high attendance in and we hope to, to keep that attendance just rising as more and more people get vaccinated and are becoming more comfortable returning to some sort of a, a normal life. Um, but be looking for ways that you can serve this week. Be looking for ways that you can plug in. And, and uh, like we mentioned, invite people to be a part of our services or our podcast. Maybe invite your friends that uh, don't know Jesus, that aren't believers. But uh, there's all kinds of ways for you to plug in and be serving and be participating in everything that we have going on at our church. But Pastor Stephen, thanks for joining us again this afternoon. Have a great day. Yeah, we're glad you joined us, uh, joined us for today's podcast. We'll see you tomorrow night for Wednesday night Bible study at 630 and our student and kids activities at 630. And then we'll see you back in our worship center Sunday. Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m.